calls us up on the radio, oh, this, this thing, this one bolt is just loose a little bit, you know? Uh, just tighten it up and then we're, we're out in a workshop like 20 k's away and it, all that just to do a little bit of a bolt, you know? <laughs> but it depends what that bolt... Well, hey, hey, safety comes first. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say as an operator. It depends what that that's bolt right. is holding. Absolutely. Over the years, I've had that many bloody issues with my mirrors. And you yep. try backing in under a digger in a tight drop cut night shift into the lights, getting the right spot or you're going to get yep. the shit and, or hit by the digger, a bit of a love tap with a bucket, which means move over, you're in the wrong spot. But if the bracket is coming off and the bloody boilermakers won't come out and fix it, or the workshop won't let the boilermakers come out and fix it, the mirror's wobbling and you can't even see and it's three o'clock in the morning, like I'm parking up till I get this mirror fixed. Yeah, it's only one bolt on the fucking mirror. Yeah, but I'm gonna have an incident down in that. Welcome to the Beers with a Miner podcast. My name is Mad Mumsy and I've been driving the huge dump trucks in Australian open cup mines for over 10 years now. I wish I had a dollar for everyone who said to me, how does a little thing like you drive those big trucks? Oh, you must be rich. How do I get a job doing that? My mining friends are asked these questions all the time too. This is what started the Mad Mumsy journey to share stories and tips from living a mining lifestyle and to let others know what it's really like. Tune in each episode as I sit down for a relaxed chat, usually over a few beers with a fellow miner. Women and blokes with various experience, roles and opinions share their lessons and stories with you. Not everyone is cut out to be a miner, but why not? What does it take to thrive and survive in this industry? Now, let's dig in. Get it? Dig. Mining. Oh, crack me up. In this happy hour episode, we are hanging out with a guy named Terry who reached out to me over Instagram. He goes by the name of FIFO Inspo and has lots of great videos, mostly on Instagram. But as I was just poking around a little bit before the show, I noticed he also has a YouTube channel under the same name, FIFO Inspo. And the videos are mostly from his donger while he's working away in the Pilbara in WA, living the FIFO dream. His videos are down to earth and he's sharing his thoughts with all of us on living this FIFO lifestyle. Welcome to the podcast, Terry. Thank you for having me, first of all. Um, it's been, yeah, I've been, it's been, I try to be on this bloody podcast for a while. But um, yeah, no, looking, looking, looking forward to it, eh, you know? Yeah, it's a matter um, of lining everything up and, and stuff. And here we are, we've finally got there. So that's really good. Are you, re- are you ready to dig in? Get it? Dig, mining. He's laughing. I got video, you haven't. <laughs> so as this podcast is called the Beers with a Miner podcast, I like to start these happy hour episodes with my guests sharing their favorite beverage and also their favorite time to enjoy it. It could be a beer, wine, spirit, or perhaps even a cup of tea. What is yours, Terry? Uh, basically a water, but um, I hardly hardly drink. So um, uh, I, I only drink on a special occasions, you know, via well, you know, weddings or something like that. I'll usually just drink a one or two of a bottle of Corona or something like that. So yeah, yeah, oh, good on you. Is um, 
you know, I'm always battling trying to drink less. So when I come across people who don't drink hardly at all, I think, oh, that would yep. be me one day or it could be. So did you used to drink <laughs> a lot and now you don't? Or did you used to yeah, yeah, you definitely, just yeah. always haven't? Or, I mean, only if you want to share that, that's up to you. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, oh, I've been, yeah, drinking for, well, Let's go back in uh, history where uh, I actually come from. I spent most of my time over in Sydney and um, being a young boy, you know, you, you, oh, you've got so many opportunities in regards to going out clubbing and stuff and whatnot. So um, you've got uh, uh, you've got Bondi on this side, you've got Cronulla on this side, you've got, you know, Parramatta on this other side. And then um, you're always busy, you know, so um, not, not, I, I, was, I could say I was, I was a little bit, Wild and a positive side in regards to drinking, you know. Um, used to basically, uh, yeah, spend all my apprenticeship money and all that kind of stuff and just on booze and hence the reason why I sort of got shaken up in regards to uh, my wife saying, you know, you better cool it down. So, um, yeah, yeah, sort of shook me up a, <laughs> up a bit. But, um, yeah, and then it just took, took, it, took it easy from um, during the years, eh, you know, so... And then I'm, yeah, I'm still young, 33, but um, yeah, uh, just starting to notice that, um, yeah, it's sort of a fiction, you know, the, the effects. But anyway, yeah, that's my version anyway. So. Oh, good on you. Yeah. Um, it, it takes a lot <laughs> to realise that. I've known someone close to me who gave up drinking when they were 17. Um, yep did end up starting again later, but because they just started so young and just got hammered yeah. and then it was like, Oh, I'm not doing that anymore. You know? And then now it's just an, you know, a social drinker, I guess. Yeah. No, nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Like that, you know? Yeah. That's nothing it. Wrong. But it, it, it's, uh, it's good to, it's to themselves, really. yeah, totally. Um, so good on you. And I bet your wife's very happy with those decisions that you made. Yeah, 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 absolutely, yeah, you know. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> now, living in Sydney, I have to ask you, uh, who's your favourite football team? Uh, was it? It's the Bunnies. The Bunnies. That's yeah. the South Sydney Ravenos. Oh, you'd be happy then. They're a lot better than they used to be. Absolutely. Even though I was in the heart of uh, Bankstown, a little place called Lidcombe, but, uh, yeah, I've always just got... Always just been fantasised about, you know, all, all the, the old Greek Ingleses to the, um, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah. <laughs> and did you ever get into AFL at all? You're over in WA now. That's a big AFL uh, country over there, state. Well, they yeah, like their own country. Question, it um, is a big one. I asked uh, the big questions on uh, Beers of the Mind podcast here, Terry. <laughs> yeah, to be honest, no, no, I've, I guess when you go back in history, you know, you, once you start uh, a code, you live by the code, you know, and then it's sort of hard trying to transition. Yeah, as a youngster trying to go, I, I mean, once again, there's no um, nothing wrong about it, but uh, I've sort of got brought up in an environment where it was rugby union and rugby league. So it was, yeah, that's my version now. I'm really passionate about them two codes, so. Yeah, I, I still don't fully understand what how AFL works, but anyway, that's another lesson uh, in itself. <laughs> We're all learning. Well, that was that was my next question. Can you even understand it? Which is what a lot of people say. Like, do, yeah. do you find living over there 
and working over there that you get pressured by people to um, follow. You've got to follow the dockers or the swans or they all ride over there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely get it. Oh, <laughs> obviously, Western Australia is um, born and bred in the AFL and um, the main priorities are in the, in the mine sites where they, you know, they're really passionate about it and stuff. But um, hey, you just got to go with the flow, eh? you know? And um, yeah, just try and pay attention, really. Anyway, other than that, yeah. And like you said earlier, each each to their own, you know? You don't yeah, have absolutely. to. You don't have to like AFL, and and they don't have to like rugby league. You know, but we do have to all work together yeah. and and get on. That's the important part, which is the sort absolutely. of thing that I think we're going to delve into as we go further into the podcast. Um, first mm-hmm. of all, let's start off with how did you end up from inner city heart of Rabbitohs country in Sydney? to now living in Perth, living a FIFO life. And what is it that you oh, okay. do? Yeah, no, that's a great, really great question. Anyway, um, back in 2000, oh, when did I graduate high school? I think 2005. I graduated high school over there. I did all my teenage schools and all that kind of... Prior to that, I came over when I was young in 2000. And um, I obviously met my wife in 2001 been with her for zillions of years. I don't know what it was, 20, 90, 20 years. Anyway, oh, uh, coming to 2003, 2004, um, 2005, sorry, I, um, uh, I graduated school. 2005, I actually started my apprenticeship. So um, these were the days uh, that, anyway, short, long story short, um, <laughs> my father, because I, I, I was trying to, I didn't know where to go to be honest. And uh, yeah, my father gave me two options. What do you want to do, son? Do you want to, what do you want to do? Do you want to go rugby league or rugby union or do you want to do an apprenticeship? And then um, he basically said, okay, this is my ultimatum now. You turn around and you bend over. <laughs> and so I bent over and boom, there was a right, <laughs> his boot, uh, yeah, touched me on the bottom and um, I had to do an apprenticeship. So um, that's True story, yeah, you know. And he said, "Son, you got to do apprenticeship regardless what you're doing, because yeah, there's not many people doing it." And I, I trust me from my experience. And then, um, yeah, four years later, I did my apprenticeship. Very happy, very thankful. Uh, I really appreciated it because um, if I didn't do an apprenticeship, I wouldn't have got um, massive opportunities anyway. To answer your question, after my apprenticeship, uh, my wife's uncle he was in a mine. And um, his 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 son his son was a superintendent. And um, I was working for Downer in um, Port Hedland there. And anyway, um, I obviously you know chatting chatting away. And then he said, "What do you do for a living, Terry?" And I said, "I'm a boilermaker, you know." And um, yeah, and that that was basically the opportunity. And I and I took it not with one hand, with both hands, you know. And then um, yeah, it was just it was just like that, just with the Flow. I, I went in 2012, or oh, 2013. Sorry, flew over here, and then yeah, been over here ever since. Yeah, and that, that's basically my. What a great uh, kick up the ass that was from Dad. 
<laughs> See, parents yeah, yeah, parents yeah. know, don't they? They know these things. But whether the kids Absolutely. actually, you know, you can't make people be what you think they should be either. Um, but, yeah, some people can. So I'm glad that you are, um, what am I trying to say, that you appreciate his kick up the ass to make you get the apprenticeship because now you look back and say, yeah, that was the right thing to do. Uh, so apprentice boiler maker, so welding. Uh, apprentice boiler maker, yep. yep. Yeah. welder. Um, yeah, and then as, as you go through the motions, you, you sort of get tickets like, you know, scaffolding, rigging, all that kind of stuff. So, but it's irrelevant, you know. I keep telling everyone, without that ticket, you're laughing. You can't do anything else. That's what my dad always kept repeating to me, you know, during my apprentice years. Son, without that ticket, no fella can take that ticket away from you, you know? That's mm. so precious because you can always do anything else, laboring, whatever, as I said, you know? But you always have that ticket to, you know, fall back on. So, And, and that's true because I did prior to that, you know, I think it was 2010, 2012, I did like, you know, laboring. I, I was on construction sites and, just to get out of the trade just a little bit, you know, and then just uh, basically, uh, I'll say just live life, you know, as, as, as live life for experiences, more or less to say. So, and then, yeah, once I got those opportunities, and then I, as I said, took it with both hands and never looked back, eh, you know? <laughs> so, um, are you a boilermaker in construction or are you on, on a mine site? in one of the workshops or? Yeah, so basically I'm a casual. I work for um, a, a, a company called Mater, Mater Group. Basically, uh, yeah, travel around. Oh, could be labor hire or anything like that, you know. Um, it could be uh, on rosters or, um, you know, a few days here, a few days there, but it's mostly what rosters, you know. It could be on two-in-ones, three-in-ones, four-in-ones, you, know, you name it. And more all my career, boy, making always, always, never, you're never out of a job. I guarantee you that day, you know, you're always busy as I said to you before, because once mm. you pick up those experiences, bang, you're just basically the, um, yeah, pinnacle of, um, as I said, you know, tradesmen are always busy continuously. Yeah. The three pillars, which is obviously, you know, uh, you could have sparky, boily, or um, a fitter. Yeah. Uh, those three, in my eyes, uh, you're always continuously busy. I, I, I personally can't see, those trades dying in my whole entire life, so unless you know you can get a um a robot and and a and a shovel trying to get in there with a nut, you know, it's pretty difficult trying to <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. I totally so do because Yeah, I have watched those fitters do that when I'm in the water cart and they've got my hose and I've got to keep my foot flat uh -huh. on the water cart and I've got to watch where that fitter goes so I can stop when they want me to stop or keep going and the places they go and the height that they have to go to to even get up there and they're filthy dirty and they're crawling around and, and half, you know a lot of times not always but you know they seem to be having fun like Fuck that, why would you want to yeah. do that it's 40 degree heat <laughs> and you're inside the guts of a machine hosing off hydraulic fluid because it blew a hose or grease the things come off and he's, I'm like, no, I'll just sit here in my water cart with the radio on and the air conditioner. Thank you. 
<laughs> and can you wind it up and yeah, wind wind that hose up for me so I don't have to get down in the mud that you just made in the big puddle. <laughs> yeah. But my funnest part when it comes to that is when they are trying to direct you when you've got the cannon and they want you to yep. hose off the tracks, especially, or the big filters, the big bits on the side, and they want to just, yep. yeah, especially if it's going to go in for a service scene. So, um, yeah, mm -hmm. and they're pointing where they want it. And, and some of the controls for the cannons in the, some water carts I've been on are that, like, um, touchy. So you just move it a little yeah. bit and it goes flying over that way and they're pointing where they want it. I'm like, yeah, mate, I know you. I'm just trying to get it there. Down a bit, up a bit. Oh, oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, so you would get hot and dirty doing all that then? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Definitely well, with a mask on yeah. and, and stuff. So well, the mask, oh, luckily really we, 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 we um, uh, add flows and stuff. Which is uh yeah a lot of breathing breathing up apparatus and um but yeah you've got to, I've got to mention the flies eh flies to the heat oh man it's it's nasty out there eh? you know but um yeah yeah what can I say it it is pretty um hectic hectic out there um just... do the back does sorry the flies do they yeah. get in under your mask. Yeah, under your mask and not only that, uh, when you're on night shift, these like crickets and all that kind of stuff as well. Oh, yeah. or other other different um, moths. Yeah, <laughs> other different creatures out there, moths and uh, you name it, you know what I mean? But uh, Yeah, those yeah, moths, uh, moths are always trying to fly in your, in your ears and your mouth <laughs> and your eyes. We had yeah. a guy, I've shared this on the podcast before, we had a guy at one site, this one band camp, and... Um, uh, he had to go to hospital because they couldn't get the moth out of his ear. Like it flew oh, in well. and we were joking, like, oh, no, we need earplugs at the crib. Blah, blah, blah. And like, yeah, that was the night it happened. We should have. Because sometimes the weather, whatever oh. it is, is perfect time for them just to pop out of wherever the hell they've been hiding in the ground. Like all the weather conditions and then there's millions of them. Hey, they just come from everywhere. And oh, absolutely. And then the birds love it. We used to have lots of kookaburras and they'd be, they'd be feasting fat kookaburras by morning. <laughs> they were, they were cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember I was at a mine site in Northwest of Queensland. And when I first got up there, they said to me, um, you see all the flies on that guy's back? Cause we were all walking and there was like thousands on his back. And he said, don't think he's filthy because you got just as many on your back <laughs> and up here. <laughs> yeah. And I can remember having to, um, we used to hot seat trucks a lot there and they had these, yep. what do they call them? I think it was called a cattle ramp. So you'd pull your truck up and there'd be this little crib hut and you'd walk across this ramp and I'd scared of heights. I forgot about this and I didn't like it. And that operator would get out and you'd get in and then you'd just drive off. So you didn't even have to go down yep. and then up and just walk straight across to the deck of the truck. But you had to really park in the right spot. And there were a few that got yep. taken out, you know, because <laughs> people got in the wrong spot. <laughs> so I don't wonder if they're still there or not, or if they decided that was a stupid idea, make them walk up and down. Um, 
yeah. and you'd try and get in your truck and quickly shut the door before the flies came in or you brush flies, yourself yeah. off before you, and we had a folder with all our paperwork on it. And for the first hour yeah. of being in your truck, you're just smashing flies up against the windscreen. Like, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm driving my truck, but there's a fly. I gotta get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unreal. So what sort of temperatures yeah. do you get up there where you are in the Pilbara? Oh, roughly about the, oh, right now as we speak, oh, well, it all depends on if you're inland or, or on the coast, you know, if you're in like Port Hedland, for example, or Carafa, pretty well-known uh, places there. Uh, and, and, and it's just humid. It really is humid, eh? Like I come from a uh, place called Tsaino. It, it was like a, um, yeah, it was horrific. Uh, flies, muggy, sweaty all day from literally seven o'clock in the morning to five o'clock at night. You're, 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 you're basically drenched. So, um, mm. yeah, that, that, that's really sums it up. Eh? You know, don't, don't, and once again, uh, hydration, you got to keep that hydration up. Eh? You know, otherwise you, you could get in stress to be honest, eh? in regards to, you know, heat stroke or heat stress or, uh, you name it. So, I, there's always adequate chain or drink break. Well, that's right. There should be. And if there's not, go and find the powers that be and make that happen because there should be. There should be enough fluids around for you. There should be somewhere to get out of the out of the sun to have that break yep. because I've seen people go down like a bag of shit because of that. You know, yep. if you're not feeling well yeah. or if someone doesn't look right, how you going, mate? You know, you need to go and sit down. Your crib time might not be for another hour, but who cares if you're going to end up in, in the ambulance with dehydration, yep. you know, what is the word? There's a better word than that for that. The next uh, level of dehydration. You're fucked. That's a good one. That's right. I'll just have a hydration break right now, Terry. <laughs> have a, no, all good. You, you can have a drink now if you want. I told him off before because he's okay. too much noise no. with his water bottle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now for a word from our sponsor, Julia Hartman and the Bantax Accounting Group. Julia's my awesome accountant. She's written two books with financial expert Noel Whitaker, and she's got a passion to help us miners make the most out of our hard-earned cash. She's got heaps of tips and make sure that we get every cent we are meant to get and is right on the ball with everything. If you head to bantax.com.au forward slash miners, that's B-A-N-T-A-C-S, you can download a free booklet all just for us miners. And there's also a spreadsheet in there that helps you check off what tools you have for your trade, like your isolation lock, work boots, seven shirts, all of these sorts of things. And you can weigh them up and it'll tell you if you qualify weight-wise to claim your trips out to work. And that's just one of the things that they've got over there. So I strongly urge you to head to bantax.com.au forward slash miners and see what they can do and find your nearest office as we come up to tax time. They're really on the ball, know what's going on with the tax department and there's heaps of other free information like property investing. If you really plan on doing some great things with your money, you want to do that, right? If you want to sell your house, can save a lot of money if you find out what to do first rather than in hindsight. And Julia, she'll, you know, make sure you get it right. 
and if you do it wrong and then go and see her, she'll <laughs> she'll up you <laughs> in the nicest possible way because she really cares about us and wants us to keep our money and not give it to the tax department. Anyway, head over to bantax.com.au forward slash miners and tell them Mad Mumsy sent you. But yeah, no, anyway, with these big companies, though, they usually, um, just on hydration, they usually give you like uh, all these like uh, ice packs and um, you, you've got everything there, you know, you've got first of all ice, gallons of water, um, what else is those the electro, electrolytes kind of things? Like, uh, I don't know what the terminology is. Yeah, Hyd- hydrolytes and all that kind of stuff. Mm. So. And that, yeah, those, uh, I really get into them. Yeah, and those cordial bottles. Um, cordial bottles? That are, um, like, it's just cordial, but then when you see how much they are at the safety shop, they're like 50 bucks a bottle of cordial. Yeah. I'm like, well, there's some heavy Absolutely. shit in that cordial. <laughs> you can see why people <laughs> pin- you can see why people pinch them and take them home. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I watched your one of your videos that you did um, recently uh-huh. in your in your talk. Okay. There was was about hydration, yep. and because I've got a a whole episode about how bloody hot is it or something, <laughs> and same thing, you know, like and it was I recorded that in my donger after seeing seeing the fitters out working, and they just kept going and going, and that was one of them that ended up crook. Um, and he was an apprentice and he didn't speak up and people weren't looking after him and they were trying to get the digger fixed before crib or before the blast or like they were under a lot of time pressure and I was sitting there in the water cart again (laughs) Um, and (laughs) I ended up going down and saying, you guys right? You shouldn't still be, oh, yeah, no, we're right, we're tough. I'm like, fucking, yeah, you might look tough, but old mate isn't looking real flash there. And they, they ended up getting him to go and sit in the light vehicle with the um, car running with their aircon on because, you know, they have their fitter utes. I went back to my donger and had a bit of a rant and ended up releasing that eventually. And I, I tend to reshare that most, um, most summers because it's, it's the same thing. Yeah. So when I saw you doing that, I'm like, yeah, right on, FIFO, inspo. Yeah. <laughs> That's the go. <laughs> I didn't know your name was Terry I then. Was just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I just tell it as it is. Yeah, and it's really good to come home and come home, home to your donga, and um, share what it is that you feel like talking about that is helping people. So we'll get to how, why you started that soon, but just back to when you first started out in the mines um, Uh on doing the FIFO and moving to WA and, you know, like that's a big, a big change for you and your wife. Have you got, do you have a family as well? Uh, Do you have kids? No, no, kids just as we speak. Yeah. I did it the proper way, to be honest, eh? not not the mouldy way. Uh, We have 10 kids first and then you have, uh, (laughs) Then you try and <laughs> then you try and get a job and you know a house and so I've done it the opposite way you know so <laughs> and so, I'm which is, I'm it's sure it's not all Maoris that have done it that way but yeah my truth be told I got married <laughs> yeah so I got married in Hawaii uh, did all that kind of stuff bucks hens in Las Vegas and um, really? just recently bought my house. Uh, about two years ago, and um, yeah, now I'm just basically starting 
trying to start a family now, you know, so well, oh. that's what life's about, eh, really? It is. It is. You got it all going on. Now. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's good. So when you when you first started, what were your biggest yep. challenges that you found like back in those early days? Yep. Now back in those early days now, let me talk goal settings. Let me talk goals because that's that's the main priority why I actually did this, you know. Anyway, when I, when I got that when I got that call to come over here, I've always wanted a house, you know. And um, I, I sort of sit, sat down with me, myself, and I, not my wife, me, myself, and I, and I really honed in on what I actually wanted in life. And I always tell everyone, you know, first of all, if, you, if you're trying to get into the minds, forget about everything. Just concentrate on yourself and, and, and sit down and, and write your goals, you know, because that's really important, especially for my experience, really important. I don't care who you are. You gotta write your your goals down, and then try and, because during the years you'll slack off. You know, you 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 still got those goals there. My my goal was was to have a house and a comfortable life. You know, and you sort of sort of lose lose your 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 way because these massive uh, how can you say it? massive um, temptations there. You know, oh you could have um, oh mate you know from Karapa Tavern to. Uh, you name it. <laughs> You'd sort of go get off track. But uh, my main purpose was to just to get a house, you know. And uh, I'm glad I, I got a house two years ago. And then um, once again, everything's just flourished from there. Eh? More opportunities. And um, I, 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 once again, I, I just sat down and said to myself, make sure you, you, you write that goal down and you succeed and you do it. Because otherwise, you know, when you, when you get to, I don't know, Maybe your age, you know. Oh, I know come on. What, and what's that about? But, um, sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry, sorry but, um... <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it's one of those things that you got to really hone down, and I I can't stress enough. And sit down by yourself with a with a beverage, you know, as you said, and honing on those goals because that's really massive. Because eh? it's all about the mindset. Mindset is um is a is a big key in uh, in the game, eh? Because um I keep repeating like uh obviously the iceberg effects and all that kind of stuff and iceberg effect meaning you know people see the riches up here, they see all the you know uh you've got a pool, you've got a house, you've got a yacht, you've got all these kind of stuff, you know. But they don't realize people don't realize you know, mate. I'm hanging around with flies and forty degree heat with uh, you know, uh, people that I don't know and um, working maybe 14, 16 hour shifts, you know. So um, it's people, yeah, people don't see those kind of things. So sorry about ranting around about um, about goal setting, but yeah, that's um, probably my biggest, biggest um, attribute to uh, the FIFA industry. Eh? Cause, and, that, and that allows you to concentrate on safety. Concentrate on other things, you know, because you're so, it's hard to explain, you're so goal-orientated that you, you're aware of safety. You're aware of all these kind of other things, you know, so, and you want to try and achieve nice and safety. So that's my theory anyway, so. 
Oh, I <laughs> love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. That was during the years of experience as well. And then when it, because I'm sort of, I sort of thought outside the box in regards to like, uh, when I talk business minded, I, I sort of read like business books and all that kind of stuff. And they, they sort of teach me those kind of attributes, you know, like, um, for example, um, mantras, and, you know, because talking about mantras, you know, you, when you wake up, you, you love it. You, you go, go, go. Uh, I love my job. I love my job. I love my job. You know, those are the kind of uh, mantras that you, you have to say, you know, in order to get those goals. So, Anyway, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Sorry about that. Don't, don't apologize. I love it. I love that I don't have to pull all of that gold out of you. It's just flowing. Uh-huh. I love it. I'm really enjoying this conversation. So thank you. That's something that I talk about a lot, um, especially with my sister, is about knowing your why which is like you, your goals. Why are you there? Why are you away from home? Why are you doing the 40 degree heat with all the flies? Filthy, dirty inside the digger or, you know, and then... You have to. Yeah, and I like how you brought it back to um, safety as well. So, like, if you don't give a shit about safety, but you've got a goal because you've taken in the money, you, you, you that job could end tomorrow if you do the wrong thing and you know, or if the site isn't safe and stuff, um, and there goes your goal, there goes your goal right out the window. Yeah. It's life and death, literally. Um, and then when you spoke about the iceberg effect, well, that's exactly why I've, I started writing and then doing the podcast is because so many people say, and that's my intro to the podcast, you know, Oh, you must be rich. How do I get a job doing that? And that's all they want to know. They don't, oh, how hard can it be driving? They're like, yep. with me, I was, was a, started as a dump truck operator. And um, how hard can it be driving a dump truck up the ramp? You know, they think the biggest challenge would be that they get bored. But there's so much to it that they don't even contemplate. They don't even think about, before you even get to site and the whole, you know, dealing with cranky dozer drivers and, <laughs> you know, night shift and yep. lights and, and, um, flies and heat shift work all all of that they don't even think about that and um they just see the money and the time off and the toys like you say and that's where um i'll just have and and they 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 see the and they see the free food the free pool the free everything you know but they don't realize the other stuff so yeah it's really one of those things that you gotta (laughs) <laughs> sorry no no that's right well we're that's we're inter- we're, the good thing is we're interrupting each other to agree we're just adding on th- yeah, you know right. be from different um perspectives like you're over in wa i'm here in queensland um it's yeah it's really it's really good to hear and i'll have to say from a bloke talking about goal setting and mantras and affirmations and reading business books and a lot of my bloke listeners out there start thinking along these, along these lines. Um, and you don't have to be having a bevy either to be writing down your goals. I, I'm a real list head, right? So I've got books and books of stuff I was writing in my truck or if it rained and we're parked up at the crib art, you know, that's how I I planned my business. That's how I learned how to be a podcaster. That's how I learned how to set up a website and all of those things. Use your time when you're out there you know, as part of your goals. And that's, that's something that I really say, what is it, 
and what else is it that you could be doing while you're there um while staying safe and fo it depends on your job like you couldn't be writing notes while you're welding but you can be while well, you're sitting on the bus or while you're on the plane when you get back to your donger you know and i always talk about taking a, a little something to your donger that is a is a visual capture of what your goal is what your why is you know picture of that house or the picture of the kids or picture of your harley or that new tattoo or the holiday you want to go on or whatever it is because everyone's whys are different and it changes i i was um i started in mining after you know i was 39 when i started so i was just starting life again basically and i really i was changing so my goals kept changing my why kept yeah. changing. Why am I doing this? Well, because I got nothing. Well, I don't know what else to do, you know. And it just <laughs> fell in my lap, really. Because Mad Baz, who's yeah. been on the podcast, my other dad, married to my mum, who's okay. also been on the podcast. They were both in mining. My sister's in mining. My kids were growing up. So hell, why not? That's how I ended up there. I mean, there's a lot of people that would wish they could get in that easy these days, because yeah. um, it's still interesting to me. Oh, are you ready to talk about the C word? Climate no change, climate change, climate yep. change. That's the, that's the new C word. And this year it's COVID too. Um, yep. That's something else that I say to people as well is how um, a, there'll be a lot of people in your world as a miner that are going to say we shouldn't be doing this. We shouldn't mm. be mining because look what we're doing to climate change. And yet they yeah. still, I had a lady the other day who's a real alternative, hippie, healthy, loving earth angel or something who said, oh, give me one yeah. of your cards. How do I get a job in the mines? I was like, um, oh, okay, here you go. <laughs> people still, the wow. reason I bring that up is because people still see it as the, the answer to solving their life like winning lotto. But it's so much more, it's so much more than that. Yeah. So have you got any thoughts on mining and climate change that, or that you want to touch uh, on? Or not? Not, not, not necessarily climate change, but um, just going back, going back to the actual goal thing, mm -hmm. how you said list, list. Now, obviously technology is there too. You've got a, you've got two ways. You've got old school, which is writing, writing everything down, or for myself, I've I've got I've got like you know Google and um, you've got uh, their, their their stuff or, or a, a app called Evernote. I got that. Uh, you can you can sort of you, you can sort of use that as well in regards to um, just writing your everything down from your photos, your pictures, your um, uh, mm -hmm. you name it, you know. And then I've got sort of a Google Keep and all that kind of stuff. Uh, really helps. Same thing. Uh, but yeah, I can't express that. Eh? You got to write, write your goals down. Um, and as I said, oh, and so as you said, uh, just yeah. Whenever you have an idea, even if it's the simplest idea, if you want to change the world, climate change or anything, just write the bloody thing down. You know, um, yeah. Before you, because you you get lost. You know. But anyway, that's my rant. 
Yeah, yeah just write everything down. <laughs> yeah, and, and I love how you say about using technology because a lot of people do yep. now. Um, most sites, you can't have it on you, um, hence writing stuff whilst in a truck waiting while I'm getting loaded. And so a lot of other people were reading, you know, I can't even think of one bad magazine, <laughs> but shit magazines. <laughs> and they're everywhere and then everyone passed them around or they'd be reading a book or whatever, but each to their own again, um, whereas I chose to do other things. But I, I too have Evernote and I've got just about every other project management app you can think of because I'm a bit of a techno nana as well. But, but yep. that is a, that That's is a way, yeah, because that one idea or that, you know, I was a great one for writing down what I'm going to do on break. So once you get over that hump day, oh, what am I going to do on break? And the list got so long and, yeah. you know, yeah. in the end, you know, you, you're not going to do half of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, That's exactly. right, yeah. yeah. It's, it's all, it would always be there. And, and I, I say this to people and I, and I can't stress this out more, you know. Documentation is the key to success. Documentation is the key to success, you know. Write everything down, as you said, you know. Documentation is the key to success because you can always review it. No matter what, we, in five, ten years' time, you can always come back because on that topic, this is, I've, I've spoken to a lot of old school boys and they, one regret they have is, is taking photos of, of everywhere they've gone, you know. And, and it really disturbed me. Why? Why? Why didn't you do it? Oh, because I was afraid to take a photo or because I didn't have no time to do it or because, you know. It didn't have a really camera. Them. Yeah, didn't yeah, have a back, camera or um, it just yeah, and it's like um, they've got all the stories, but I, I give them credit, eh? Oh, you know? yes. <laughs> and I but, um, I yeah, love I getting old fellas on here, and we go way back, and they're you know, and yeah. and, and when you're out there, and especially to my newbies who are listening, and you're going to get some of the old fellas oh. out there going, ah, the bloody trainers, they don't know shit, you know, they just pump yous out here. And, and then, and then, you know, back in the day when I learned to drive a truck, they just said, there's four yeah. wheels, well, there's six, you know, get uh -huh. in and go. That's how we learn. <laughs> You're like, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> that doesn't happen anymore because everyone started suing each other and, you know, yeah. people dying and yeah, workplace accidents and, um, uh, what do you call it? Work cover and all of that. Like, there's so yeah. many. Once again, just a but it's the learnings out of those kind of things, you know, that mm. I really love. Like, for example, you know, back in the days, they used to work in shorts and singlets and all that kind of stuff. But you know, hearing those kind of things are just. Yep. Man. Yep. That's... Tough old fellas, all right. <laughs> well, that's right. And then you look no, as all. to now we have to have high vis. It has to be long sleeve. And all of that, and yep. and why? And it's because skin cancer rates are through the roof. So yep. it's the learnings, as you say, from those fellas and women. There's a lot of oh, not a lot, but there was a few out there as, as back back then. Um, so a lot of changes come because of something that happened, especially when it comes to safety. You know, they do an investigation and it gets frustrating though. And I've ranted about this quite a few times, so I won't go into it. But, you know, let's have another inquiry into, yep. well, uh, mining deaths, FIFO suicide, yep. gas underground, you know. And that was one of my rants recently. And the, 
they're having the yep. same conversations that they had four years ago when I did a podcast about it. The same outcomes came yep. from that inquiry we just finished than the inquiry they had four years ago. We'll just fucking do it. Make people do it, man. Wow. You know, it's the same. Right. Oh, oh, anyway, that's that. That's a rant. <laughs> that was a big time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just on that topic. Um, yeah, go. For myself, um, my my greatest learning in in the because I was in the industry was when I first actually first started. Anyway, I had a massive incident there. Oh. Now, first and last time. Anyway, um, because this was a massive learning for me. Anyway, I, I was working there as a boilie. I was I was um, working with my TA there, and uh, oh, my TA wasn't sort of paying attention. Anyway, it was like a spaghetti junction. With all pipes and stuff and whatnot. Yeah. Anyway, I went to go and cut this uh, redundant pipe, and next minute, boof! Next all minute. this uh, water came out. <laughs> next minute. <laughs> all this water, <laughs> but water came out and all that kind of stuff. And um, yeah. yeah. Was it hot water? And um, it was uh, no, no, it was just an old um, serious, oh, redundant uh, water. Oh, right. Water. Yeah. So it uh, wasn't an active. Bowl, 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 bowl. No, no, I wasn't an active uh, yep. thing. Anyway, the, the learnings out of that was, what if that pipe was an electric pipe? You know what I mean? Mm. So these all these kind of things that you, it's 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 all about learning, eh? You know, trying to, once again, think in your mindset. And, but, um, yeah, obviously, you know, I came and all this kind of stuff and a uh, big investigation. The other, the other side of it was, oh, was mentally tough because that was my first, First ever thing, you know, all the boys and sisters out there giving me shit and fucking, I'm taking it all on board and oh man, but hey, once again, massive learning, you know, mentally and physically. So, so what, what, um, I'm trying to dive a bit deeper into that. What, what yeah. changed for you? What, what mentally things? So, what changed, changed? for me was, was, at the end of the day, you've got to slow the fuck down, you know what I mean? Mm. You've got to slow down and really hone in on what you're doing. You know, you, you've got all these kind of things uh, trying to bloody hurt you, like, you know, heat, flies and all that kind of stuff. Because I was in that, I was in that mind frame of, oh, just, let's just get the fuck in there and try and, you know, uh, smash the job out and... No, 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 Terry. <laughs> Listen in, like young that. whippersnapper. <laughs> Slow it down. <laughs> and it was all those kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, especially in the in the mines, eh? you, know, you, you can't have second, um, second chances, man, really. Mm. You know, one little stupid thing like that could be disastrous. And that's what I try and um, tell everyone, eh? you know, don't just slow down, man. I mean... But and saying that, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. How I see that is sometimes, like my my learnings was, you've still got your work ethic there. Don't get me wrong. But people take the piss, you know what I mean? People try and try and try and like, um, oh no 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 no, you we're not allowed to do this because of that. Well, try and find fucking other solutions, you know what I mean? Try and, yeah, that's another topic, but. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's right. Yeah, it's a... Well, I was, I was, I did write down here crew. So when shit goes to shit and someone has an incident or someone does a thing, 
whatever it is, because there's lots of things that people can do <laughs> um, that they shouldn't or that cause controversy and drama among the crew. And like you say, the crew take the piss out of you and then you don't live it down yeah. ever sometimes. Sometimes you don't, yeah. like, like if there's a pipe that's leaking and they'll go, oh, Terry, you've been over there again, you know, stuff like yeah. that. And, and it can go on for years. And so it's important to be able to firstly be aware that that's probably going to happen. It might just last a week or a few days until someone else does something and then you're old news. Yeah. And so for my newbies who are listening, it's important to realize that um, just own it. You know, if you, if you make a mistake or something happens or whatever, just know it's coming and you're better off to just own it than try and um, weasel your way out of it or deny oh, shit or yeah. hide it or, or get upset, which I, you know, I'm more on the upset mode. <laughs> like, shit, I'm fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> Shouldn't have done that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh dear. But I've always <laughs> owned up for my stuff too. You know, Absolutely. yeah. So that I think that's that's some. Is that something that made you think like that as well? Was that the first time something? Yeah, and I, I also flipped it around on the negative side too. I was sort of thinking like, oh fuck, this is gonna, uh, this is gonna um, affect my job and all that kind of stuff. I'm gonna be on a window seat and all that kind of stuff. You know, so mentally you're you're, you're sort of getting, you're getting smashed left, right, and centre. You know, uh, you're crying and. Cause I, I had a little bit of a cry there too, trying to share it with my wife. You know, I fucked up here, and you know, how how can I deal with it and all that kind of stuff. So it's all these kind of different outcomes as well. Mm. You know, it's not just the people taking, you know, taking uh, the piss out of you. It's it's mentally at home as well, and then how you're affecting the people out at home and outside of that bubble. You yeah. know, so it really broadens your mind, your the the spectrum. So yeah. Yeah. And also, like you say, inside your own head as well. So you had your crew, you're thinking about your goals might be, you know, what about my goal? If I stuff that up now, Um, you're thinking about your wife and then you're thinking about all the stuff that your mind's just racing. Yeah. And then, so did you have time off? Because it's hard to concentrate and work when that happens as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, I was just fortunate there was another incident after that, you know, so it sort of relieved my little bit. Of That's exactly what I was saying. You're all yeah. news, Jerry. We got more serious shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so there was another EWP. It crushed a massive handrail. Oh, yeah. Once again, so, yeah, oh. it was all those kind of learnings. Oh, I loved it then. So just talking about things. smashing handrails and stuff, um, <laughs> have you ever had to fix as a boily <laughs> truck ladders and truck steps oh, from absolutely. stupid oh, operators no. who run into shit all the time? <laughs> we just oh, fix that. Say that. Oh, say that you know, but... No, well, I know. <laughs> say, I've heard it. <laughs> Always the operator's yeah, fault. <laughs> we blame the workshop yeah, because <laughs> the stairs were never upright and the thing fell down. And oh god, yeah. So you do, oh, yeah, I've had plenty of those, you know. That's yeah, funny. absolutely. From um, yeah, stairs to uh, even the operator, uh, you know, calls us up on the radio. Oh, this this thing, this one bolt is just loose a little bit, you know. 
uh, just tighten it up and then we're, we're out in a workshop like 20 k's away and all that just to do a little bit of a bolt, you know? <laughs> but it depends what that bolt... Well, hey, hey, safety comes first. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say as an operator. It depends what that that's bolt right. is holding. If that, if that bolt, like Absolutely. over the years, I've had that many bloody issues with my mirrors. And you yep. try backing in under a digger in a tight drop cut night shift into the lights, getting the right spot, or you're going to get yep. the shit and, or hit by the digger, you know, a bit of a love tap with a, with a bucket, yep. um, <laughs> which means move over. You're in the wrong spot. Um, <laughs> but yeah. if, if the bracket is coming off and the bloody boilermakers won't come out and fix it, or the workshop won't let the boilermakers come out and fix yeah, it. And, you, and, and you, you can see my hand going like this, but the mirror's Absolutely. wobbling and you can't even see Wobbly. and it's three o'clock in the morning and like, this is, I need this mirror. I'm parking up till I get this mirror fixed. And again, it's only one Crazy. bolt on a fucking mirror. Yeah, but I'm going to have an incident down in that. that <laughs> That's right. The aircon, what about the aircon? And we had a few. <laughs> yeah, well, of course. Few broken down aircons. Park them up. That's another one, eh? Park it up. Yeah, park them up, you know. Well, Absolutely. back to hydration and shit when it's really hot. Diff yep. Or, and the opposite, when you're freezing mm -hmm. your, <laughs> your tits off in the winter, yeah. you know, yep. like it gets down real cold, low yeah. digits, minuses out in the desert. Yeah. And, um, yep. Yeah, I've I remember in water cart one time. Oh, I hate water cart in the winter night shift. <laughs> and there was no flash drive up and push a button and the water cart fills up. It was, you know, yep. line up under the poxy thing that hangs down, get down, go and turn on the or sometimes you had to actually start the pump, which was this big animal yep. that used to scare me. <laughs> what what buttons do I push? And then it <laughs> burst into life. <laughs> and then you've got to wow. um, then you've got to turn the Turn the like a steering wheel or a handle or the pumpies have been in that day and they've changed everything over and you're trying to turn it, but no, you gotta you gotta go the other way now. So I'm really yeah. trying to turn this this handle to the right, but no, you gotta go to the left because we're opening it a different way. Oh my oh my god. Yeah, and it's oh, really? four degrees. And you wonder why yeah. you want the bloody heater to work. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm freezing here. <laughs> Oh yeah. dear. Um, oh, yeah. But um. So I just. Oh, I just want to clarify something. Okay, go. I just want to clarify something. I forgot to. T I, I forgot to tell mention. The other number one, one thing too is people. People. You've got to. You've got to. You, you, you've got to. Get along with everyone. Eh? You have to. You know because um. That's that's pretty much up there with the goal settings and all that kind of stuff too. Cause I've had, I've had a few, few, few people anyway, how, how it works was I had a few boilermakers and took it to, you know, didn't have respect for uh, superintendents and all that kind of stuff. But what happened then it affected them on a, on a, on a different mind side because that superintendent was manager, you know? <laughs> yeah, they moved. So uh, what, what the, yeah, what the, what the role model, the moral of that story is, you've got to get along with anyone, man. You have to, you know, because I've seen so many bridges get burnt. It's not funny because it's a small world out there, mm. big industry, but but the the people are still the same, especially on on like uh, for example shutdowns and all that kind of stuff. 
you're continuously working with the same people. And I, and I, and, and I really hone on in this. And all the companies know, oh, I, I don't care anyway. This is what I always say to everyone. I don't give two fucks about the job, but the people, I always love the people because I, I know exactly what's, what's happening there because they'll always be there, you know? But the job, sorry, the job will always be there, but the people won't, you know? Because mm -hmm. it's a small industry. And I, I wholeheartedly say that, hey, you know? It's really the people that do not the bloody job. And mm -hmm. that's... Um, I agree, I agree, Terry. It it as a people as a people pleaser, me because I'm nice yep. and lovely and friendly and want to be friends with everyone. But when I have had the odd falling out, and I don't I I don't like it, but I I don't think it's ever got to a point where oh, someone's bound to message me and say, "Oh, remember so and so." I don't know, <laughs> but. Um, I've seen it with other people, let's say, where they've had big, massive arguments with a supervisor or a, someone on their crew or whatever and gone, fuck this, I'm out of here. And then they've gone, I'm going, grass is greener over here, which is another podcast episode I've done. And they've gone to another mm -hmm. site and that guy is now the superintendent, like you say. And I've, and yep. I've also seen the opposite. I was at this one band camp. And the old superintendent from one site rocked up and he was now going to be a supervisor at this new site. And he saw me and he goes, Hey, how you going? So who's here? <laughs> Cause he, a lot of people didn't <laughs> like him. And I know of a yeah. couple of people that left. They're like, he's here. Fuck that. I'm out. I'm gone. So, like yeah, and like you say about burning the bridges. Yes. So I'm on the, I want to be friends with everyone and get on with everyone. But even if you just don't make enemies and you can be civil enough with people, yes, be friendly and be mates and all of that. But if, if on big crews, it's, it's not necessarily, I believe, possible to be really good friends with everyone and everyone's going to like you. But you can, yeah. you can still be civil. You can sit down, have a chat, have a coffee at the crew bar, you know, you're doing your thing. We don't really have a lot in common. You know, there's some people that are into fishing and pigging. Oh, over here, the people that do pigging, and they want to show me photos of dead pigs. And I thought they shot them, but they don't shoot them. The dogs get them and then they go with, and I'm like, no, I don't want to see that. I hate that. And they soon realize when I, I like lose my shit and I'm not a real animal liberationist or anything but i just don't i don't like yucky things <laughs> and then it got to a point where they'd say they'd all be standing around looking at a you know a funny video on facebook or something especially the guys mm -hmm. i'm like give us a look oh no leanne no you don't want to see that i'm like no no i'm good no no you don't want to see that I'm like okay thank you like so they ended up respecting me that i had lines that i don't want because you can't unsee some stuff can you and some of the things that people watch I'm like, oh my god so i guess that rant is about saying i agree with you it's about people and yep. especially when you're on a crew that is really good and everyone gets on well and and then whatever you have to do for your job becomes easier happier you get up you you know you want to go to work you're there anyway so yep. you might as well find a way to want to go can't 
stay home. But there's an, uh, yeah, as you said, you know, there's another side to it as well because sometimes you've got to stay in your own lane. Mm-hmm. In regards to what I'm trying to say here is like you, you've got so much small talk going on, you know, you might go, this bloke is shit or this bloke is, you know, yep, doing this. And sometimes you've just got to just remember that just stay in your own lane. That's all I've got to say, eh? And just, yeah, be positive. <laughs> oh, <laughs> don't I forget love those goals. Yeah, no? yeah. So that's right. By being, um, by getting on with everyone, which is what yep. what you said. It doesn't mean joining every conversation um, because right. the gossip and shit that goes on out there. Oh. I remember when I started, I my, oh, my mum said, <laughs> well, you wait, you wait, Leanne, till you get out there. You think women gossip. I couldn't believe yep. it. I, it's still... Now I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> it's hilarious. I just laugh now at it on the inside, you know, I'm like, well, these, these guys. Or you see something's unfolding, like, ooh, everyone's going to be going, well, who's, <laughs> you know, who's going to do what next? Yeah. But I'm in, my, like you say, you're in your that's own right. lane and I'm, yeah. I'm sitting at my, yeah, sit that's it. I'm writing my goals, mate. You can go and bullshit about her or him and them or whatever's going on or that supervisor or whatever yeah. yeah and that sort of comes back to my mind frame too there's a lot of people people wasting you know in regards to time as well mm. there's a lot of people wasters so but that's a yeah yeah that's another yeah a little bit of a yeah thing. <laughs> but oh. people people get wow. your head around people there eh? you have to people that's right and you're <laughs> gonna have all sorts of people on your crew all sorts of and yep. it, like you if you go to all different sorts of crews if um you know yep. if you're going from mine site to mine site or construction side or you move crews or whatever um so yeah it's important to learn how you operate when you go into new meeting new people new, new environment yeah yeah yep. yeah exactly you have to. and another one is good communication there too you have to speak up, man. Don't don't be that bloke that sits at the back of the um, you know, you back of the chair in a meeting and all things like that. You know, in the front then just learn as much as you can and just talk, bro. Regardless, there's no no such thing as a stupid question, you know. Until you ask is. it. Absolutely. <laughs> I, oh well, my god. You make a mistake, you know. Yeah. And that's true. And that's where for any supervisors and mind managers and superintendents who might happening happen to be listening to this podcast. Um, yep. When you stand up there and say, well, come on, everyone, there's no stupid question. And someone asks a question and you do nothing but belittle them and make them look and feel stupid. What does that make that question? it makes it look like a stupid question. So everyone's like, well, fuck man, I don't want that to happen to me. I'm not, I'm not speaking up. So it's important for supervisors and people running meetings and that to be respectful of the question. It might be someone that doesn't know that answer. They wouldn't have asked or they really want to know, or it's a question that they've been asking for ages that you still haven't answered yet. You know? Yeah. Um, rant over. <laughs> it comes out to experience too, you know. Mm. I think that's under the, the section 44 or something or what course they ever do. I think that's in there, but anyway. Well, yeah. there's, <laughs> there's lots of things in those, isn't there? And then you get out there. Yeah, and, the, yeah, and you know, that's 
got a lot to do with what my sister Hard Hat Mentor talks about. She's about leadership and culture and, um, you know, and all of that. So, yeah. Yeah. Yes. All right. Um, (laughs) Thinking of time, I've got a couple of lighter questions, a bit more lighthearted if you're ready or have you got anything, anything else? Really deep oh, anything and else? Um, let's talk about quickly, you... quickly about. Okay. Let's talk about quickly about mental health. You gotta stay fit. You gotta stay healthy. Especially mentally, yeah. It's gonna, it's gonna. Uh, mental health is a massive, I'll tell you, a massive killer. To be honest, in the industry, you know. Mm. Uh, if you if you're down on anything, you got massive support, bro. Don't be shy. Don't be a hero. Don't be a dick to must. Just ring up or tell one of the brothers or sisters, you know. What Don't was that sure. last? Just the, um, Sorry, what was that last thing you you said? Don't be a what? Don't a, be afraid to talk. Talk a, up, man. No, before that was it a, a denga mask or something? Oh, don't be Jake the mask, you know. Yeah, and what's what, that? I don't know that. <laughs> I haven't heard. No. Oh, anyway, yeah. Tell me, come yeah. on, someone will be going. Oh, Mad Mumsy, yeah, come a, on. If you if you've seen um, Once Were Warriors, it's a yes, famous New Zealand um, I have. film. Yes, I have. Um, yeah, and that's a bit he's of a, a Nicky person for Jake the and um, yeah, he's a bit of a tough bloke, like uh, the old Chopper Reed, you know. Ah, right, and, okay. Um, yeah, so that's what I'm trying to say. Uh, don't be a tough bloke, you know. Yes. Yeah, don't don't <laughs> be him. You can't, you, can't, you can't fuck around with mental health, man. Just, if you need help, you need help, you know. It's, yeah, there's a lot of. Tough blokes and sisters out there too that, you know, think they're tough, but when you get back to their dollar, <laughs> there's a different, sorry for laughing, but yeah, there's a different mentality altogether, hey, you know? Um, obviously, you've got Beyond Blue, all these kind of things, you know, to help you. And But the best thing is probably, yeah, you, you yourself and I up here. And then obviously you've got your wife or your spouses or something like that, you know, talk to them. And, and that's the thing. Yeah, not that, everyone, yeah. not everyone does have a spouse or a wife or a husband or yeah. a boyfriend or a family even. Um, but that's, right. that's where it's important to have what is your network. You know, I, I also like the idea of having someone on crew that, you know, that you can sit down after work, kick your boots off on the step of your donga, have a beer. Well, I'd have a beer. You'd have a water and, um, or, a yeah. cu- or a cuppa and just have a bit of a defrag about the day or a bit of chat about the weather or how the fuck were those flies today, man? Or just, just, <laughs> just someone to defrag the day with a little bit, I think, if you can find yeah. someone like that when you're out at work or if you have had a bad day or you know they have, that you can, you've got someone that you know has got your back out there. But if you haven't got that, you need to know, like you say, the support systems, there's mates in mining now, there's Beyond Blue, Are You Okay, there's Lifeline. And, you know, I have reached out to some of these people over the years and um, they're amazing. And if they can't help, they put you on to people that can. So, you know, um, there's a lot of people like you, like me, like my sister, Hard Hat Mentor, and a lot of um, even 
Finny Pete doing his podcast. There's uh, Dan Hunt with his mental um, mental health movement. I think he's. There's so many people now that are doing this sort of thing, and they make it. It really is okay to speak up and to talk to someone, and if if you are struggling, you know, just a couple of days ago, um, someone in our network, young fella, committed suicide. And it, it just, the ripple effect is just horrendous. So mental health is huge and we really, we've got to watch out for each other as well, you know, um, which is why it's good to, it's good to um, get to know people a bit so you know when something's changed and that you can have a bit of a chat on the side of the crib or whatever. Hey, hey, bro. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> hey, bro. Did you like that? Did I get my Maori on? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Let's uh, move on, shall we? Couple of yeah. couple of things before yeah, we you. wrap up. I just I've got I've got a um, a few little questions that I ask people just. Randomly, so. Um, no worries. And if you don't have any, it's fine. I just won't use it because some people go, um, nope. <laughs> I go, okay, I won't leave that in the podcast because it's just not, but it's just yep. all good. So um, how do you deal with night shift and do you have any sleeping tips for people how to switch off? How do you switch off, Terry? might be day or night, yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, let's talk about shift change. Um, obviously, I don't drink. Now, that is that is a big big one, eh? You know, if you don't drink and stuff and whatnot. Well, my, let's go to my routine. So if I'm like, oh, I don't know, say six, six o'clock, I'm just making figures up here, six o'clock to six o'clock, you know, six o'clock in the morning to six o'clock at night. And then I'll finish six o'clock at night. I'll try and ha- I'll try and stay up until about say about ten o'clock when this is shift change. Try and stay up as as late as I can, and then try and um, get up as early as I can, just so I, I'm I'm tired for I'm tired for until you know the next day, the next morning. So that's my my sort of theory, methodology about it, you know. Um, but, yeah, that's basically it. <laughs> Do you listen to a meditation app or music or um, put lavender on your pillow or you <laughs> you, you don't no, need no, anything? No, you just work hard and you shut your eyes and go to sleep? No, I don't know. And try and think, yeah, and just basically go to sleep. Sleep. Um, I basically, I'll probably on the phone with my wife, easy an hour. If it's not my wife, it's my, it's my parents, you know, another hour. So that's that's a couple of hours just just there. Yet alone trying to do my other hustles on the side and stuff and whatnot. Like mm. for example, this or you know, trying yeah. to, uh, times really, yeah, it, it goes. Just like that when you're um, shift changing. Yeah. <laughs> well, what about, like, do you, have you done night shift before? Do you do night Absolutely. shift? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'd say that. Yeah. Longest. 
one of them probably about three weeks night night shifts um yeah it is definitely a uh let's just call it a zombie mode the zombie mode where you're where you're just you're just in the routine and um you think like back in the back in the days when you were clubbing you know when when, when the sun sets and, and or oh, the sun rises in the morning and it's a ah, man i used to look at this when i was clubbing you know <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm getting, now, I'm getting, now i'm getting paid to do it yeah i can remember a few times being you know being in a uh, certain club, shall we say, and looking and like that better not be daylight coming under the roller door. <laughs> Cause yeah. no, we're, having, we're having a good time. Exactly. I don't want to go home. <laughs> and then, on, and see when I was on night shift, a lot of the, a lot of people would say, Oh, when that sun starts coming up, that's when I start getting tired and talk about mantras. Yeah. You tell your brain that long enough. It's going to start going, Oh, sun's coming up make sure you start getting tired so i've always said the opposite sun's coming up that's when i start to wake up because it can be yeah. those last couple of hours driving and stuff and then, yeah that that can be a struggle the most i've done is seven nights and you just get in the routine like you say and it, it just feels like day by the end of it, it just feels like it's just that I never used to drink on night shift very often. Sometimes yep. I did. Um, if it's sometimes on a Sunday or something, they might have a barbecue in the morning, barbie brekkie, yep. especially if it was someone's birthday. So I might pop over and have a couple of beers and, and then go to sleep. But cool. Um, yeah, that's a good, great, great question. In regards, just quickly, in regards to um, food, food as well. Mm. That, that's a, because obviously your your shift changing and you know trying to um how how can I say uh you you you're eating dinner and then what do you eat at twelve or one o'clock you know so mm. sometimes I'll just have cereal then and yeah each to themselves but yeah yeah and I I find I change too and I can remember quite a few times at second crib at you know two three o'clock in the morning going, what the hell is this? What was I thinking? Because <laughs> I got it at five o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> what made me think yeah. I'd want to eat this at three o'clock in the morning? <laughs> yeah. So, um, all right. What, uh, you've done lots of different rosters. What would be your favourite if you could choose and be just, this is my roster till I'm old, like all them old. Oh, two and two. Out there. Two and two. Two and two? two, and yep. two yeah, two weeks off, two weeks off. Probably that'll be, the, yeah, the, the, That's fair. the best because you have time. You have time off with family as well, you know. You have mm. that two weeks off. It gets a little bit slow, but, yeah, two and two is the best option for me. Cool. And one on one is a little bit. Yeah, it, hard, goes, it goes fast, doesn't it, really? And can do. Yeah, it goes too yeah. fast. With yeah. with the two weeks at work, would that be one day day shift and one night shift, or fourteen days? Ah, uh, fourteen days. Fourteen or, days. As you said, you know, you can shift, shift change. Yeah. Cool. Really was, yeah, matter, but oh, you, you always look look forward to the shift change, especially right now, eh, with the sun. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> out there, especially on the trays and all that kind of stuff, yeah. burning wire all day. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. Bugger that. And it smells too. <laughs> it smells. Oh, um, mm. So um, what do you do with your old PPE? Do you have any old stuff or do you wreck it all? <laughs> oh, just, I'll try and do the best as I can. I try and reuse it, but uh, yeah, just throw it out. If it's a um, thing, especially like obviously uh, your earplugs and stuff and whatnot. Yeah. Um, do you wear high-vis uh, shirts when you're mowing the lawn and shit or fishing? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a good one. That's a good one. I'm, I'm, I'm currently in high-vis as we speak. You so, are yeah. not. Well, oh, you are. <laughs> My pants and all that stuff, so I live and breathe the old uh, the high vis just because. <laughs> okay, okay. Just because I love it, you know. What? So why? What? Really? You? It's comfy and you love it. It's not you. You are saving <laughs> why? money. You can, you can be like, no, no, it's not that. It's just, ah, oh, just if I want to go and grind something quickly or something like that, you always <laughs> got it there, you know. Or if you want to get dirty, mow the lawn, or um, I don't know, uh, do some plumbing or. Yeah. Uh, change some lights or, you know, it's just, yeah, it's the habit, habit, really habit. That's another, that, that's a great one. Habit. Yeah. And it's, you, you, you can just wreck it, you know, you, yeah. you can, but as for a bloody, I don't know, two, $300 shirt or whatever, you don't want to be doing that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's it. So you, you'll, uh, your old clothes are, yeah. If they Working around yeah, the house clothes are your old work clothes. And a lot of people, a lot of people do that, but you'll be surprised to know that there's a lot of people who will, who refuse to wear them when they're on break because it, it reminds oh, them of work. It reminds them of work. So you can understand that, that mentality as well. It's like, no, I'm not. Last thing I want to do is put on a pair of high vis anything because I just been wearing them for two weeks. So there's that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Oh, yeah, I yeah. like to hear the different perspectives on that. Um, Absolutely. So do you have anything to say about money and being a rich miner and that well, mentality? Well, we kind of touched on that a bit earlier. Yeah, yeah. It just comes back to the mind frame, eh? You know, of um, please, whatever you do, um, try and dig deep and, and, and try and, just educate yourself, educate yourself. Like, for example, I never used to read books, to be honest, eh? Like, um, until you sort of change your perspective in life in regards to trying to better yourself. Anyway, just get books like Barefoot Investor and all that kind of stuff. Go out, man. You, 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 uh, it's only about, I don't know how much it is, about, about 30, 40 bucks, you know? Fuck your title. That's kind of if you can't afford that, you know? You're only like two... Uh, Fifteen hundred bucks, two grand. Well, I think that would that you're investing in your your, your life, man. You know, um, I can't explain more than that. You've got to go. You got to don't go wide, like you know, deep, deep, deep. Just I, I've just got taught the basics, man. Just get to the basics, and that's it. Move on, you know. Yeah. It's always about the basics. Don't go too deep in where you, you're too like you know. <laughs> yeah. You're just sophisticated uh, yeah, miners telling you, oh, what if this, 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 get the, get, get the basics, man. Yeah. That's all I, I say, hey. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Thanks, Terry. Oh, all good. So uh, this is one of my last questions. 
what is your special place when life turns to shit? How do you, Terry, personally handle tough times? And what are your strategies to hang in there? What, what's your happy place, I guess? Yeah, my happy place is um, at the beach. Um, I currently got a dog. His name is Deagle. He's a, he's a beagle. Oh, <laughs> half Deagle, half Cavalier. Anyway, I take her for a walk, and that's, that's sort of my zone of, of just blanking out. I don't give a shit about the whole earth, you know. I just, I just walk my puppy and um, just blank off and, and, and really appreciate life, eh, you know. Uh, and then also reviewing, obviously, my goals and what I actually always want in life. And um, just really honing in and, and appreciating life, eh, you know, because you, you have to get into some kind of zone where you, you just have to blank off of, of, of everything and just try and reset your mind into, into what you want what, what to do, what you want to, how you feel in life, you know? Because sometimes, because I, I, when, you're, when you're in the game, you're, you're so, my mindset is, my experience is, it's a fast life, you know? It really is a fast life, this mining game. Mm-hmm. And, and it, the, the mining game takes your time just like that, you know? And sometimes you can't reflect back on life because it's just gone like that. So I keep telling them people time, man. Your time is so precious in this world. I'm not trying, I don't know, I'm not even a bloody spiritual bloke or anything like that, but it's true, man. Like when I actually started, you know, I started like six, seven years ago. That time just went like that, boom. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't get that time back, you know? So sometimes I just, yeah, I just zone in and think, man, you've got to appreciate life, eh? Why are you living and breathing the life, you know? It's all these kind of things. That's when you, that's when you dig in deep and think to yourself, why, 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 why? So that's, that's my why, eh? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, why am I doing it? I was nearly in tears then. Like, I feel like you're talking to me, man. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, I need. You have to get into that You do, you do. That was awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Life is not, life is too precious, you know. Mm. I'm not even a Christian or anything like that, you know. But, well, Muslim or anything like that. It's just, that's my common sense, you know. That's yeah. my, that's my zone. Yeah. They're your... Your values and your beliefs. Values, yeah. Uh, yeah, values. Boom, bang. Boom, drop the mic, mad mum's there. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Terry, where can people get in touch with you? What's the best way for them if they need more Terry in their um, life? No worries. The best uh, place would be on uh, Fife Inspo, either on uh, Instagram or Facebook or. YouTube or simply email me on fifoinspo at gmail.com or um, yeah, don't be shy to um, holler at me, you know. I'm always uh, internet away, so (laughs) internet away. And as usual, I will I will leave the links to all of Terry's wonderful places on the show notes page, which will be madmumsy.com forward slash beers seventy five. So it's time to say goodbye now, I think, Terry. We could chat all day and I have been known to. <laughs> Is there anything else you would like to say to call this episode complete for you? Uh, just take care and stay safe out there. Eh? That's, that's the main priority. 
Um, yeah, write your goals down. Appreciate life, and she'll be right. You know, that's all I can say. And 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 make sure you smile. You know what? Because it's for free, man. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> yeah. So thank awesome. you for that. Thank you, Appreciate Terry. That, eh? Thanks for coming on the podcast, Terry. I really appreciate it. No worries. See ya. All good. Anytime. See ya.